Omicron is now the dominant strain of COVID in the United States. Joe Biden threatens the unvaccinated with illness and death for Christmas. And the White House gives up on Joe Manchin. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. The Ben Shapiro Show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Why haven't you gotten a VPN yet? I've told you over and over. Just do it. Visit expressvpn.com slash Ben. We'll get to all the news in just one moment. First, if you want to be a hero for the holidays, how about getting your loved one a new iPhone? And you can do it for not all that much money. And you can get a better phone plan when you do it from Pure Talk. Pure Talk has iPhone 12 starting at just $479 through the end of the year, and they have 13s as well. I switched over to Pure Talk. I'm getting great nationwide 5G coverage. That is the same coverage as the big guys, and you can too. The average family saves over $800 a year. Now that's just smart. I would not tell you to use a service I'm not completely happy with. Make the switch. With Pure Talk's 30-day risk-free guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Unlimited talk, text, six gigs of data, just 30 bucks a month. And as I said, the iPhone 12 is just $479. Go to puretalk.com, shop for the plan and phone that's right for you, and then enter promo code Shapiro. Save an additional 50% off your very first month and save on a new phone. That's puretalk.com. Promo code Shapiro. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Head on over to puretalk.com. Again, enter promo code Shapiro. You will save an additional 50% off your very first month of coverage and save it on a new phone, and then you'll save hundreds of dollars down the road. Puretalk.com. Alrighty, so, Omicron. It's here, and you're supposed to be so scared. So super duper scared. Like, so scared. Like, hide in your closet. Never come out. Ever again. Wrap yourself. In saran wrap, leave a little bit of a hole just for your mouth and for your nose. This is the only way to prevent you from getting COVID. And even if there's a little hole by your mouth and your nose, that's exactly how COVID gets in. So the best thing you could possibly do is then duct tape those holes closed. You won't die of COVID. You might die of something. You won't die of COVID. And that's the important thing. Okay, here's the thing. Omicron is now the dominant variant in the United States. The hospitals are not being overwhelmed. We are not seeing mass carnage. We're not seeing mass death. We've not seen mass death in the UK. We've not seen mass death in South Africa. The evidence that Omicron is anywhere near as deadly as Delta is non-existent because it is not. The lab studies demonstrate that Omicron tends to stay around your nose and around your throat, and it does not go down into your lungs, which means that essentially for the vast majority of people, it is going to be a cold. Maybe a slightly bad cold, but a cold. It is not going to be the cause of death for the vast, 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 vast majority of people who get it. In fact, the statistics right now tend to show that it is less deadly than the flu. Yeah, like significantly less deadly than the flu, according to the stats that we have from South Africa. Now, could those stats change? Theoretically, but we are now well over a month out from the South African variant becoming public knowledge, and there was no uptick in death in South Africa. Now, you may have additional absolute numbers of deaths because Omicron is going to hit everyone. It is 70 times as, as transmissible as Delta. The, the masks are not going to stop it. That is not me. That is Leanna Wen from CNN who made that announcement yesterday. So Leanna Wen said that these cloth masks are facial decorations. Okay, none of the, we're going to get to the fact that Omicron makes a complete mockery of everything that your politicians say they are going to do about COVID. Let's just start with some data. Cloth face masks, according to Leanna Wen, who is the most hawkish doctor on COVID in America. She's a lockdown fanatic on CNN. She says, cloth masks do nothing against Omicron. Nothing. Thing. Now, again, the data on whether cloth masks did anything with regard to Delta did not exist. Okay, all of the tests that were done were with regard to the original variant. Delta was twice as transmissible because it was a smaller virus size. Okay, Leanna Wen is now saying that cloth masks do zero things against Omicron, which, of course, is not a shock because, again, Omicron is 70 times as transmissible as Delta, which means it is 140 times as transmissible as the original virus, which killed a couple hundred thousand people in the United States last year alone, and has killed 800,000 people overall. Most of those people died of Delta. Here is Leanna Wen explaining that one of the measures that people are now talking about and relying upon, and Dr. Anthony Fauci says we have to mask until the end of time. When you get on a plane, I think it's going to be the new permanent. It's like, okay, Dr. Wen, go. We can't be canceling everything, especially if we're going to be living with COVID for the foreseeable future. I would say that if you choose to go, make sure that you're vaccinated and boosted. Make sure that you're wearing a, um, a mask, even though it's outdoors. If there are lots of people packed around you wearing a three-ply surgical mask, don't wear a cloth mask. Cloth masks are little more than facial decorations. There's no place for them in light of Omicron. And so wear a high-quality mask, at least a three-ply surgical mask. Okay, a three-ply surgical mask. She doesn't have data on the three-ply surgical masks either. By the way, we've seen outbreaks 
in hospitals among people who are wearing N95s. New York City has had a mask mandate for a very long time. California has mask mandates. It ain't gonna matter. When people go inside, they're gonna get Omicron. Period, end of story. Okay, so according to the CDC, the Omicron variant has caused more than 70% of recent COVID-19 cases in the United States, highlighting a substantial increase in infectiousness compared with earlier versions of the virus. In many parts of the U.S., Omicron now makes up more than 90% of cases, according to the CDC. The CDC's updated data showed Omicron had caused some 13% of recent infections in the week through December 11th. The variant has spread rapidly in the United States. It has reached at least 89 nations around the world since being identified in Southern Africa last month. New York State, which again, has a lot of vax mandates. And they have, I mean, New York City has a vax mandate and they have a mask mandate and um, they have a massive spike. So here is the question. Why are we seeing people freak out about a disease that has an extremely low death rate that is so transmissible you are not going to be able to stop it in any serious way without taking my aforementioned first path, hiding yourself in a closet, saran wrapping your body, and then duct taping your, your orifices? If you have no other options, then why are we doing this stuff? Right? And, and, and more than that, why are we trying to freak everybody out? Like, what is the evidence that we should all be freaking out at this point? Okay, they're, they're taking measures that are not proved to work against COVID. And this is the entire thing. Okay, the, the boosters, the, I know people who are triple vaxxed who have, who have gotten Omicron at this point. Okay, the, these, the boosters may protect slightly against breakthrough infection for a, for a certain period of time before the antibodies wane. But generally speaking, you are not going to be able to shut down the virus with the boosters. You know how you know this? Because in Israel, they boosted pretty much everybody and they still got hit with Omicron. So what exactly are we talking about here? Really, what are we talking about here? Well, the, the answer is that there is a COVID cult out there. It is, it is now a cult, a cult that believes infinity days to stop the spread. And that COVID cult has one rule. You will obey. That's the rule. And if you ask why you will obey, this is a demonstration of lack of faith. Because the measures that are being taken right now have no relation to the data on the table. None. We'll get to more in just one second. First, ever since I've tried my pillow, my pillow is the pillow that I use. I don't use any other form of pillow except for my pillow. And now my pillow wants to give back to our listeners. You can get great discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on that radio listener's special. Get deep discounts on my pillow mattress toppers, towels, so much more. For example, my Pillow is offering a buy one, get one free offer on Giza sheets. They're great sheets. You'll love them. All My Pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com, click on that radio listener's special for the buy one, get one free offer on the Giza sheets. Use promo code DAILYWIRE at checkout or give them a call at 800-651-1148. That's 800-651-1148. They have all sorts of specials available on that radio listener's specials square when you click on that. You'll also get deep discounts on My Pillow products, including Pillow. Slippers, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. That's MyPillow.com. Enter Daily Wire or call 1-800-651-1148. Tell them Daily Wire sent you. That is 1-800-651-1148. The deals are not going to last forever. Call right now. They make a great Christmas gift. MyPillow.com. Enter Daily Wire at checkout right now. Alrighty. So again, everybody is freaking out. And the goal is the freakout. That is the goal. And the reason the goal is the freakout is because we have had the government enervate us over the course of two long years at this point, almost two years at this point. And the government has lied to us and they've told us that if we only have faith in them, they will solve all of our problems. And that is an element of faith. It's an element of faith because they've demonstrated no capacity to do this. The one thing the government did well is they subsidized the big pharma industry in order to create the vaccines and then they tranched those out. That's what they did well. All the other things they did badly. And yet we have been told that these government gods are going to fix our lives. And so you have to double down on your faith. And you know what doubling down on your faith means? It means having skin in the game. So in a religious way, so there, there's an author named Nassim Nicholas Taleb, and he writes a book, he has a book called Skin in the Game. His basic thesis is that the reason that religious people perform ritual is to demonstrate fealty to the group and to the religion. And so the reason that people like me wear yarmulkes is because that is an actual sacrifice, right? Identifying myself as different from others, and I wear the yarmulke, because I am demonstrating skin in the game, right? That I, that I am willing to, to make a sacrifice in terms of my personal life in order to demonstrate fealty to a particular group or ideology, right? That, that is the idea of, of religious practice, any religious ritual. And here's the thing. If it's something that you would do normally, that does not count as skin in the game. 
And so keeping kosher is a sign of religious fealty. Me eating more vegetables is not a sign of religious fealty because that is a rational thing to do if I wish to preserve my health. So anything that could be come to through simple reasoning and rational processes, that doesn't demonstrate fealty. That's just you being a rational human being. So for example, it doesn't demonstrate fealty to the COVID lockdown authoritarian mindset to get vaccinated. It really doesn't, right? I've been vaccinated. Ron DeSantis has been vaccinated. Donald Trump, as it turns out, has been triple vaccinated. That's not good enough. You have to demonstrate fealty to the idea. This is why the dictionary, Webster's Dictionary, literally changed the definition of anti-vax from does not like vaccines to opposes vaccine mandates, which is a very different thing. I love the vaccines. I'm very much opposed to vaccine mandates. Okay, that's, but one of those things demonstrates fealty to the cause and one of those things doesn't. Getting the vax does not demonstrate fealty to the cause because that's, in many cases, a reasonable thing to do. Supporting a bunch of nonsense demonstrates fealty to the cause. So when you wonder, I think those of us on the right, maybe a lot of us in the center, we've been wondering, I, I don't understand. You guys are pursuing policies right now that are completely disconnected from the available data on the ground. In fact, we know they're not going to work. Now we think they're not going to work. We know they're not going to work because they've not worked anywhere. Your mask mandates have not worked anywhere in terms of suppressing the virus. They're certainly not going to work against Omicron. Your attempts to force five-year-olds to vaccinate in order to stop the spread, it's not going to work. We know it's not going to work because you've tried it and it hasn't worked. And yet you continue to maintain that these are the policies you wish to push. The only reason to do that is as a signal of in-group membership, right? It is the yarmulke, in the, to take the Jewish example, it is the yarmulke of, of COVID cultness. It is the kashrut of COVID cultness. I'm taking the Jewish example just because that's the, the world that I know best. Right? You, you are creating stricter and stricter rules. And the more strictly you perform these rules, the more you are demonstrating fealty to, quote unquote, the science. Ironically, in order for you to demonstrate fealty to, quote, the science, you have to do stuff that is wildly anti-scientific and has nothing to do with the data. Because when you believe that science is an institution as opposed to a neutral process for discovering truth, then you have to demonstrate, demonstrate fealty to the institution. And that means doing stuff on the basis of faith alone. Right? We have to, we have to commit works based on faith. And it can't be reasonable. In fact, it's supposed to be unreasonable because if you're willing to do the unreasonable thing, if you're willing to mask up your three-year-old, if you're willing to never go to dinner again with anybody that you love, you have truly demonstrated your fealty to the cult. And this makes you a morally superior person. And by the way, when you talk to people who do all these things and then they get COVID, they're bewildered. They really are. I mean, they, they act as though, they act like sort of people who don't understand religion very well act after they do all of the commandments and then somebody they know gets cancer. It's like, I did all the right things. How could this happen? Well, the answer is maybe COVID doesn't play by your rules. Maybe your faith is incorrect. Maybe if your faith is reliant on the idea that if you perform the requisite rituals and perform the, the human sacrifices necessary in order to appease the gods of Tussians, that COVID will leave you alone. And then that doesn't happen. Maybe you should re-examine your premise. But nobody's re-examining their premise. They're just doubling down. I think that we have converted so many Americans, particularly in blue states, to this, this cultish behavior with regard to COVID. And you have the high priesthood, right? The high priesthood is the, the Anthony Fauci's and in New York, the governor, or in, in New York City, the mayor, Joe Biden. And, and they speak like religious figures. I mean, they, they literally predict death upon people who refuse to abide by their diktats. And Joe Biden came out yesterday and Joe Biden literally said, Millions of unvaxxed face a winter of illness and death. Okay, now, as a descriptive matter, anybody who's unvaxxed faces an additional risk. Okay, that does not mean that if you are unvaxxed, you are definitely going to die. It also does not mean that if you have prior natural immunity, you are going to get struck with this in the same way that you would if you don't have prior natural immunity. Making no distinction between the, the unvaxxed who have prior natural immunity and those who do not is anti-scientific. But Joe Biden here is speaking like a religious figure, not like a scientific figure. Right, You have sinned and you will be punished. I wonder why this guy's riding in the low 40s in the approval ratings. Here's the president of the United States. For unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death for unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospitals, they'll soon overwhelm. Okay, let me just make this clear. For the unvaccinated, Omicron is less of a threat than Delta. So I think that most of the unvaccinated should get vaxxed. I think that a huge number of them are in positions where they require the vaccinations in order to provide them top-notch protection. 
However, the way that, that people are talking about all of this is designed to elicit not a rational risk assessment that might result in a vaccination. It is designed to elicit a hatred for the heretics. It's designed to create two classes of human beings in the United States, the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. But it's more than that. It's also that if you don't agree with Joe Biden and you're vaxxed, you're bad. And because again, they keep, taking, they keep taking measures that have nothing to do with stopping the spread of Omicron. You can't stop, here's the thing, you're not stopping the spread of Omicron. Just gonna put it out there, nothing you do sp- stops the spread of Omicron. Nothing. Okay, you can, do, you can do all of these things. You can mask up the wazoo. You can force everybody to get vaxxed. Omicron is coming and that's just the way it's gonna be. And you're just gonna have to deal with that because reality still exists. I'm looking up right now in real time the, the caseloads in places like the UK. UK COVID cases are, are still spiking. Okay, they spiked and they're continuing to spike. Guess what they have in the UK? High levels, very high levels of vaccination. Okay, guess what they had in South Africa? Very low levels of vaccination. They didn't have massive levels of death in South Africa. The only thing you can do with regard to COVID, with, with regard to, to Omicron at this point is delay, but you're not going to stop the spread. They're still operating under the same assumptions as March 2020, and we know those aren't going to work. It's incredible. They're not even mentioning what their goals are here. What are your goals? You're going to stop the spread of Omicron? Okay, we'll get to the actual measures they're suggesting, because this is what's driving me absolutely up a wall. The measures you are suggesting are not even designed to achieve a goal that you have stated. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, let's talk about the simple fact that you probably own a gun. If you listen to this show, you probably own a gun or you know somebody who owns a gun. In fact, in 2021, there were more than 3 million new gun owners in the United States. One of the greatest pastimes in American life is sport shooting, hunting. Well, one of the things that can really improve your ability to hunt, your ability to target shoot is a silencer. Suppressors protect the hearing of those around you because they're also impacted by the sound of the gunshot. Also, if you shoot with a suppressor, it improves your accuracy because it minimizes recoil. So it can really add to your shooting experience, particularly with hunting and sport shooting. My friends over at Silencer Shop, they are the industry leaders for suppressors. They're a Texas-based company. Their mission is to make silencer ownership simple. Each call, email, DM, comment, they'll treat you like family. They have an excellent customer experience. I mean, right now, Silencer Shop has on Trustpilot 4.9 out of 5 stars. That's based on 23,000 reviews. Find a kiosk near you. You'll be on your way in less than 10 minutes. Check out their website, silencershop.com. That is silencershop.com or their Instagram or YouTube at silencershop for great videos from like-minded patriots. They've got a variety of suppressors starting at just 365 bucks. Check them out at silencershop.com. Give them a call, 512-931-4556, 512-931-4556. Not available in California, Delaware, District of Columbia, Hawaii, Illinois, Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, and Rhode Island. Alrighty, so let's talk about some of the measures that are now being undertaken by the panicked. And the measures that are, that are being undertaken by the, pan, uh, by the panicked are completely unrelated to reality. So here, for example, is the mayor, the brand new mayor of Boston, the radical progressive Michelle Wu, who for a brief moment in time was not beloved by progressives because she's not minority enough, right? She's Asian, she's not black. This meant that even though she was a minority woman, she was not minority enough for for some of the members of the progressive movement, but she definitely is wildly left. So here she is announcing an authoritarian mandate. Proof of vaccination will now be required to enter pretty much anywhere for everybody over the age of 12. Now, what's weird is that they've been doing this in New York. Guess what they have in New York? That's right, an Omicron spike. Here's Michelle Wu. Today, we're announcing that Boston will be implementing a requirement for proof of COVID-19 vaccination for certain indoor spaces, which we're calling our Be Together initiative. Be Together will require proof of vaccination to enter indoor dining. Well, three, three categories, just so you can keep the count. First, indoor dining, including bars and restaurants. Secondly, indoor fitness venues, such as gyms. And third, indoor entertainment, recreational, and event venues, such as theater shows or sports games. Starting January 15th, customers or patrons ages 12 and up and employees at these locations will be required to show proof that they've received at least one dose of the vaccine. And this will phase into requiring two doses on February 15th. We're also setting dates for children to be vaccinated to enter these spaces beginning in March. So she's going to stretch that all the way down, presumably to five-year-olds in Boston. Now, they've already tried this in New York. Did it help? I mean, when, when you have a policy, the first thing you should ask is, do we have precedent for this policy working anywhere? 
And the answer is not so much. The Orwellian name, Be Together, by the way, when she is deliberately separating human beings, is pretty impressive. It is called Be Together. The B is for Boston, so it's Boston Together or something. Be Together. Except no one's together because you are deliberately attempting to separate them. Now, we know that the vaccine is not stopping Omicron transmission. We know this. Right, so the, right now, a two-dose Pfizer vaccine, if you've gotten vac- vaccinated twice and you haven't had a booster in the recent past, according to the studies, 33% reduction in transmissibility. That's not going to stop community spread. We have community spread nearly everywhere. In the course of a couple of weeks, Omicron took over the country. But you're pushing the same measures anyway that you know won't work. Same thing in Chicago. According to NBC Chicago, Mayor Lori Lightfoot is expected to make a major announcement on Tuesday regarding the city's fight against COVID. It's pretty obvious that they're going to start pushing vaccination proof for places of leisure, restaurants, gyms, and other places. This is what Lori Lightfoot suggested. So now is the time to act, and we will. Okay, and this is happening all over the place. In Washington, D.C., the mayor reinstated an indoor mask mandate on Monday. So you got Boston, you got Chicago, you got New York State. But as we'll see, it's amazing because the cult still is going to, at some point, there's one, one problem for the cult. And the cult is going to have to allow people to live or they're just going to destroy their cities and they know it. So at the same exact time that they are pushing the cult, they understand that the measures that they are demanding from people are not going to be particularly effective. Well, that mixed message is not going to help you because either you have to have full believership or no believership. You can't have both. Meanwhile, Jen Psaki announced that President Biden is going to speak on Tuesday. He's going to speak today about the virus. He's, and, and then she says he's not going to speak about shutting the country down. He's going to scare the unvaxxed because that, that's been working super well. Again, another policy prescription that is completely useless. What if you scare the unvaxxed? What if we just yell at them a lot? Yeah, clearly that's been working. I mean, by the way, that's been working so poorly that as we will see, if you're President Trump and you announced your triple vax, people will boo you. Okay, so here, here's Jen Psaki. For those who choose to remain unvaccinated, he'll issue a stark warning and make clear unvaccinated individuals will continue to drive hospitalizations and deaths. That is not trying to scare people, or maybe it is trying to make clear to people in the country what the risks are here of not being vaccinated. This is not a speech about locking the country down. This is a speech uh, outlining and being direct and clear with the American people about the benefits of being vaccinated, the steps we're going to take to increase access and to increase testing, uh, and uh, the risks posed to unvaccinated individuals. So uh, this is not designed to work. How do you know it's not designed to work? Because Joe Biden has been saying this stuff for months and months and months and months, and um, it doesn't work. He literally gave a speech a few months ago in which he said he had run out of patience with the unvaccinated. And you know what the unvaccinated said? He said, go screw off, old man. They didn't care. And here's the thing. I disagree with many of the people who are unvaccinated, but you're not going to convince them by yelling at them. You're not going, the, the, I've had many unvaccinated people in my life that I have talked to about this virus. And what I've said to them with regard to vaccination is, let's look up your risk factors. Let's look up your chances of death with the virus. And now let's look up your chances of death with the vaccine. And here's your risk reward ratio. And there may be some risks that we're not taking into account. You're right, we don't have long-term data, meaning like 10-year data on a vaccine that was developed a year ago. But what we do know is what your risk is today of dying of COVID versus your risk today of dying after you've taken the vaccine of COVID. And maybe that risk differential is great enough that you take the vaccine. That is the only way you're going to get anybody to vaccinate. And many of those people are still going to say no. And then they're just going to have to live with their decisions. But they're not, again, they're not really that concerned with anything except the politics of the cult. This is why Eddie Gloud over at MSNBC is like, yeah, Biden needs to get tougher on the unvaxxed. What's he going to do? Slap him around a little bit? Does Joe Biden need to get tougher? And, and if getting tougher, I mean, tougher on the unvaccinated in particular, and if you think he needs to get tougher, what would that look like? Well, I think he does. And I think he know, what it, I think at the heart of it are vaccine mandates. And we know that there's a whole range of litigation uh, uh, in this regard. I think it has everything to do with uh, uh, proving or showing vaccination with regards to uh, flying or, you know, traveling via air and the like. He needs to get tougher. He needs to get tougher. Okay, good luck. Because guess what? Ain't none of that going to make a difference. You know what else is not going to make a difference? Mass testing. Mass testing is not going to make a difference. You know why? Because everyone's going to get Omicron. If you're asymptomatic and you're testing, you're wasting your time. Okay, this is what are you going to test and trace 300 million people? Good luck. It's not designed for any of that. We'll get to more of this in just one moment. So I've been 
working pretty hard, not working out enough recently, not, not having time to get to the gym. And what that means is that I have to work out at home more. Well, good news for me, I have an Echelon. Echelon brings the gym home. When you're trying to reach your fitness goals, it can really help to have world-class instructors, choreographing classes, music from your favorite artists, a community of hundreds of thousands of people who can give you that extra push. Echelon will give you that. Echelon is the affordable way to get the workout equipment, the workout community, and an instructor's motivation right in the comfort of your own home. Echelon's fitness app provides you thousands of live, non-demand classes with great music with Echelon. You can work out anytime, day or night, and crush your fitness goals. It's super convenient. At the middle of the day, and I have a lunch break, I can pop on that Echelon machine, get in my workout. The kids just went to bed. I didn't get a workout that day. I can jump on that Echelon burn off a bunch of calories. Echelon's certified fitness instructors are supportive, engaging, and fun. They know how to get you moving. I really enjoy the classes. I've been doing it for months at this point. Echelon's full range of affordable workout equipment, including stationary bikes, smart rowers, sleek fitness screens, and the auto-folding treadmill are all connected to provide the Echelon experience. Right now, for a limited time, podcast listeners get up to 800 bucks off MSRP. To get this exclusive podcast discount, text Ben to 818181. Again, text my name, Ben, to 818181. Get up to 800 bucks off MSRP. Text Ben to 818181, 818181. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. Okay, so as you might expect, the, the blowback is not just domestic in scope, right? Because there are crackdowns all over the world. And the blowback is international in scope. According to the UK Daily Mail, scuffles broke out at an anti-lockdown protest in Parliament Square in Britain as thousands of protesters opposed to the vaccine passports and Plan B rules clashed with police while the ministers were considering more restrictions. It looks like a giant crowd, and that is no shock. So we've seen that in London. We've seen COVID protests in France. We've seen COVID protests in Germany, in Belgium. None of this is a giant shock because people are sick of this and they don't feel like their public health authorities actually have a plan to get out of it. And maybe the reason they don't feel like that is because their public health authorities don't actually have a plan. They just have a bunch of things that they're going to yell at you. They're just yelling slogans at you at this point. So on the one hand, just take Dr. Fauci, for example, because he is great and sainted and we all have votive candles to him and we have to offer bird sacrifices and then read the entrails after we burn them on the altar of COVID for for Dr. Fauci. I mean, I'm so annoyed with this guy at this point. Go back and listen to my show. At the very beginning, I was a defender of Fauci, at least in the sense that I thought he was doing his best. Now I just think that he's a political hack who has no idea what he's doing, but cannot stay away from that little red light that flashes at him while he's on the TV. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing. So yesterday, he says, we're never going to eradicate COVID. Okay, well then, might you explain what you are attempting to do, sir? Here he was yesterday. If you look at the different phases of an outbreak, from the bottom up, we're never going to eradicate this. We've only eradicated one virus, and that's smallpox. Elimination may be too aspirational. Okay, so he says, we're going to work on control. Okay, but you can't control Omicron. We all know you can't control Omicron. By the way, I'm hearing so many, like right now, there, so this is actually really funny. The NFL was going to attempt what they called test to stay. So test to stay was the idea if somebody in your room gets Omicron, then we have to test everybody else in the room to see if they also got Omicron. And if you test clear, you get to stay. And then the NFL realized, wait a second, everybody is going to test positive for Omicron and will be completely asymptomatic. So if we just don't test them, then they won't have to go home. So if they're vaxxed and they're asymptomatic, the NFL is not going to test them anymore, even if they were exposed to Omicron, which makes sense. Because guess what? Testing is not going to be the solution here. Here's the solution. You ready? I know it's too. You ready? Here's the solution. If you're symptomatic, don't go to work. If you're symptomatic, don't go to school. That's the whole, we're done. That's literally the entire COVID plan. How is that for you? You think you can handle that? If you're symptomatic, don't go to work. If you are a person with significant risk factors and you have no natural immunity and you haven't been vaccinated before, go get a vax. If you wish to minimize your own risk. Those are all the things. I did that in less than 30 seconds. Was that super duper difficult? But they can't. They can't. They cannot give up the control because then you wouldn't be showing fealty to the cult. So instead you have Dr. Anthony Fauci putting together this bizarre regimen of intricate laws and regulations that don't fit together in any logical way. It's all self-contradictory. I mean, it's truly self-contradictory. You will see people say things like, well, you know, everyone around here has to mask. And the reason they have to mask is because that will stop COVID. You're like, wait, hold on a second. What kind of masks? And they're like, well, you know, cloth masks. No, cloth masks don't work. But they'll say, I've literally heard this. If we all wear cloth masks and then one of us comes down with COVID, the rest of us don't have to test. Okay, now you're assuming that cloth masks work, which they don't. 
Then you hear, well, what if one of us comes down with COVID and then we test everybody in order to stay? Because if we, if we don't do that, then they might come down with a mild cold for the most part, particularly among children. And then we might have to shut down the school. Well, who's shutting down the school? You, you're the decision makers. See, this is the part that totally drives me nuts. The entire public health establishment has said that COVID is what is driving this. No, you are driving the actual real world way that people are living with your regulations. COVID didn't do anything. COVID's a disease. When I say COVID, didn't, it killed tons of people. It made a lot of people sick. You are the ones who decided who can work. You are the ones who decided whose businesses had to shut down forever. You are the ones who decided whether my children have to wear masks. You are the ones who decided whether my kids could even go to school. It was you. The COVID virus did not decide anything because COVID does not have a brain. COVID has no level of intent. COVID cannot tell you to do anything. All you can do is look at the data and try to formulate public policy, but you're not doing it based on the data. So instead, you have Anthony Fauci telling us that we have to mask on airplanes literally forever. He said that yesterday. You have to mask on airplanes literally for all time, despite the fact that he cannot present one shred of data that airplanes have been a chief vector of transmission. Then yesterday, he said the vax and the boosted should feel comfortable getting together. He doesn't explain why. He doesn't present any data to suggest why this is the case, even though the vax and the boosted have been passing this to one another. Here we go. Vaccinated and boosted people, one of the family members of vaccinated, should feel very comfortable in getting together and enjoying a holiday meal or a holiday get together. Why, why, why should we listen to you? I, really, why? If you're vaccinated and you're boosted, you can still pass it to one another. Hey, there's no evidence that the booster stops transmission completely. Maybe you should, va I mean, he's been saying you should vax and boost and mask. So which is it? Uh, here, so what's going to stop all of this? What's going to stop all of this is reality. What's going to stop all of this is the actual reality. By the way, if you want to stop all of this, like on a regular level, reality, you can be part of reality by signing our petition against the Joe Biden vax mandates, which have now been reinstated by the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. They're supposed to go into effect for 80 million Americans come February. Sign our petition right now at dailywire.com slash do not comply. We're at almost a million signatures. We're trying to get to a million before Christmas. So please head on over to dailywire.com slash do not comply. Sign the petition. What's going to stop all of this is that eventually Democrats are going to have to come to grips with the fact that the cult is very unpopular. It's popular with its members and it's very unpopular with everyone else because there are real world consequences to the kind of garbage you are preaching. We'll get to those real world consequences in just one moment. First, one of the consequences here is increasing gas prices. Right? We've seen supply chain bottlenecks. We have seen you know, real problems in terms of supply thanks to the Biden administration's bad oil policy. And well, if you would like to save on a tank of gas, which seems like a pretty major thing right now, perhaps you should check out GetUpside. It's a free app you can pick up wherein listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. You just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. You use promo code Shapiro, you get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use promo code Shapiro to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your very first tank of gas. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to 300 bucks a month in cash back. There is no catch. The cashback gets added directly to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download that free GetUpside app. Use promo code Shapiro to get up to 50 cents per gallon cashback on your very first tank of gas. That is promo code Shapiro. Right now, get that free GetUpside app. Use promo code Shapiro. Get up to 50 cents per gallon cashback on your very first tank of gas. All right, in just a second, we're going to talk about what actually stops the left from, from continuing this forever. And that is reality, because the reality is starting to set in. You can start to see little hints of it just around the edges of left-wing policy. First, we have big news here at our Daily Wire South Florida offices. Our team right here in South Florida is growing. We are searching for a talented new producer to join us, support our efforts in the production of all the new and exciting projects we have going on. You want to work on the Ben Shapiro show? This could be your shot. If you've got at least five years of previous professional producer or line producer experience, strong skills in leading and managing others, if you're an avid consumer of all things politics, news, and pop culture, this is the opportunity on the DW team you've been waiting for. Again, this position is based in our South Florida offices, not our national offices down here with me in South Florida. To learn more about the position and apply and to view a full list of our current openings at Daily Wire, please visit dailywire.com slash careers. Also, Candace Owens went to Mar-a-Lago to interview President Trump. He discussed everything from the potential for another run in 2024 to why he didn't pardon whistleblowers, what he really thinks about Alec Baldwin. The interview is fascinating. It streams tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central only 
at dailywire.com. So if you're not a member yet, now would be the time to join. If you dig Candace, head on over to yeswecandace.com. She now has some awesome Candace merch at that link. Also, if you missed it, we have a brand new show. It is called The Search because it really is just about the search for truth and meaning. It is me sitting down with some of my most stimulating friends. We sit down over a cup of coffee and we just talk for like an hour and a half, two hours. And we just go through life and family and like all the things that really matter. It's, it's not an interview show. It's just you're a fly on the wall in a conversation between me and some of my most interesting friends. The first episode is available right now. It is fantastic. It's with my good friend, Jordan Peterson. You can check that out right now at dailywire.com. There's even more, guys. Okay, here's the even more. The Daily Wire is now making it easier than ever to listen to all of your favorite shows on the go with our launch of Listen on the website and the DW app. Listen is here to make soaking up our content as convenient as possible with a limited ad audio experience. Whether it's Morning Wire on your work commute, the latest hot takes from your favorite host, exploring our growing radio theater, all of that is available to you right now. We've made sure it's available to members and non-members. Everyone can check that out. You're listening to the largest, fastest growing conservative podcast and radio show in the nation. Okay, so just to recap briefly, here is what your Democratic mayors, governors, and president want. Joe Biden announced today he wants 500 million more tests of asymptomatic people, which just means that you're going to get a lot of positives. You can't stop the transmission. You're not going to stop the community spread. This is completely worthless. It is a complete waste of time. All it's going to do is shut down the economy, shut down schools, shut down society. That's all it's going to do. Because what you're going to do is you're going to mandate that everybody who comes back positive now quarantine. If you mandate that everybody who's positive quarantine based on asymptomatic disease possession, you're going to shut down the entire society. Okay, then you have vaccine passports. All of that is completely useless because guess what? The vaxxed are, are transmitting this. Then you have the vax mandates. Everybody who wants to get vaxxed is capable of getting vaxxed. Everybody who doesn't want to get vaxxed is not going to get vaxxed. So none of these things are geared toward reality. They are all geared toward Members of your government gripping hard to the idea that they are the ones who can fix everything. They cannot fix this. They can't. They are lying to you. They have been lying to you the entire pandemic. But they cannot come to grips with the fact that their religion, the religion of government, is a false religion. It is a cult. It is a pseudo-religion in which you are meant to sacrifice your life and your freedom on the altar of idiocy. Because Joe Biden, a doddering old fool, tells you to do a thing. And Anthony Fauci, an incompetent government bureaucrat, tells you to do a thing. You are supposed to do it without asking for the underlying data. My patience is gone. Okay, he says his, Joe Biden says his patience with the, with the unvaxxed is over. My patience with these morons is done. I have no patience for them whatsoever now. They have, they have ruined lives. They've destroyed businesses. They've led to a vast increase in mental illness among young people. They've led... To, to young children changing the trajectory of their educational career. They've shut down hundreds of thousands of businesses. They've killed tens of thousands of people in additional opioid overdoses. And they've done all of this without stopping the spread. And then they maintain that you are the faithless one. You are the bad one if you don't listen to them. You know what? They can go get... My patience is done with them. And guess what? So is most Americans. I know that in the media, they love this kind of stuff. In the media, they're still shutting down everything. Major media corporations on all sides are doing vax mandates. Major media corporations are pushing the panic button. That's because they are part of an elitist society in which they get to work, but you don't. Most of these people, they don't care about the, the, the strictures on children. Many of them don't have children. And if they do have children, they're sending them to a hoity-toity private school where maybe they're unmasked. Okay, but they don't have to worry about inflation. Many of them are very wealthy. The people who are making the rules are not abiding by the rules, but that's not the point. You're supposed to abide by the rules. And the only thing that's going to stop this is serious resistance by the American public in the form of votes. Okay, and that is going to happen because right now, central banks are talking about how this new Omicron variant, basically the government response to it, is going to destroy markets. According to the Wall Street Journal, the Omicron variant is circling the globe, closing borders, sparking new restrictions on economic activity. Yet central banks, instead of loosening monetary policy to prop up their economies, are moving to unwind stimulus and raise interest rates. The moves reflect a new thinking among policymakers about the pandemic's economic effects. Central bank officials worry that rather than simply threatening to curtail economic growth, a surge in COVID-19 cases could also prolong high inflation. 
In the past week, the Federal Reserve, the Bank of England, and the European Central Bank all moved to tighten monetary policy in response to inflation concerns. When the pandemic first became widespread, governments locked down their economies and blew money into them. Now they're afraid that they're going to create supply chain shortages, again, because of Omicron, because of their shutdowns. And that will create additional inflation. And so it turns out that once you enter into the control loop, there's a control loop. Okay, here's how it works. We can control the virus. All we have to do is control your life. Oh, man, that had the unintended consequence of really screwing up the economy. Well, here's the thing. We can control the economy. All we have to do is control the monetary supply. Oh, man, well, that seems like that had a really unintended consequence in terms of inflation. Well, here's the good news. We can control inflation. All we have to do is taper. Oh, man, this is having some really bad consequences in terms of unemployment. Well, here's the good news. In order to combat unemployment, we can completely restructure the American economy. Oh, man, that's having some really bad consequences. Probably in order to do that, we can exercise control over the American economy with even more top-down regulation. Well, at a certain point, it turns out that the spiral of garbage is going to be stopped by the American voter. And you're starting to see inklings of this among members of the left. So, for example, Joseph Allen, associate professor and director of the Healthy Buildings Program at Harvard T.C. Chan School of Public Health, has a piece in The New York Times today titled, We Learned Our Lesson Last Year. Do Not Close Schools. Oh, did you learn your lesson? Fascinating. Fascinating. As the American Academy of Pediatrics stated in a report released this month, quote, the available data indicate COVID-19 associated hospitalization and death is uncommon in children. There's also promising news regarding long COVID in kids. A large meta-analysis published last month shows kids who tested positive for COVID have rates of persistent symptoms that are similar to those who tested negative. And when there were differences, they were small. They were small. The early evidence from outside the U.S. suggests kids will remain low risk during Omicron as well. The latest data from South Africa shows school-age kids 5 to 19 had the lowest hospitalization of any age group, even with the Omicron uptick. The hospitalization rate is 4 to 6 per 100,000. So maybe we shouldn't close the schools because that has some really bad ramifications. Well, weird that the New York Times is now willing to print this opinion after spending, you know, two years basically going along to get along. And meanwhile, same day, same paper, Dr. Jay Varma, professor at Weill Cornell Medicine, epidemiologist, he's suggesting that we have to take some measures that are not quite as restrictive as maybe some of the vaccine lockdown folks would have you suggest. They say, he says, that we'll need to redefine people as up-to-date or fully vaccinated if they have their initial shots plus a booster, which is pretty controversial considering that you still have B-cell and T-cell immunity if you're a young person. The, the purpose of a booster is to increase the antibodies in your bloodstream. That is particularly relevant for people who are immunocompromised, for whom your immune system's response based on T-cell and B-cell memory is going to be a little bit longer. It means it takes longer for your immune system to kick in and send out the fighters to go kill the virus. Or if you're, if you're old, boosters for 30-year-olds, the data on that is really skimpy. Okay, but... Here is the here is the part that, that's pretty amazing. Okay, even this guy who's a, a real kind of lockdown fanatic, he says isolation periods for vaccinated people who test positive and no longer have symptoms need to be shortened from the currently recommended 10 days to around five days. Since levels of coronavirus decline rapidly in vaccinated people who are infected, people with breakthrough infections will be able to return to their daily lives faster, even though a small percentage may still be infectious. So he's admitting you're going to go back and you're going to infect people. Okay, but you know what? We still have to, we still have to, do what we have to do. He says, unlike in 2020, all jurisdictions need to recognize that in-person school is as essential to society as hospitals. Okay, so they, they've decided, they're not gonna go all the way and just recognize that the public policy needs to be geared toward living with the virus and just dealing with it. They're never gonna recognize that because it would undercut their entire perspective. But what they're gonna start to recognize, we can't shut down businesses and we can't shut down schools. Well, if you don't wanna shut down schools, here's what that means. You can't test the asymptomatic period, end of story. It means that you cannot rely on cloth masks as the all-purpose solution, because that's incredibly silly, and surgical masks either. When it came to surgical and cloth mask data from that Malaysian study, which is still the biggest study, real-world study with regard to masks, it showed that for people under the age of 50, there was no differential for cloth and surgical masks. The only differential was for KN95s and N95s. You're not going to make small children wear N95s or KN95s, nor should you, because again, their risk factors are unbelievably low. Even for Omicron, that means four to six kids. Your child's chances of being hospitalized for Omicron, if you look at that South African data, one in 25,000. One in 25,000. Your kid has a better shot of, of being severely injured on a slide today, in all likelihood. Okay, so eventually reality kicks in and these people are going to have to get on board 
you can help make that happen. That is why resistance is necessary. I'm not talking, by the way, here about not getting the vaccine. Again, I think that you should make a personal decision based on your health factors. I think for the vast majority of people, that means you should get the vaccine. But it does mean that you should be resisting vax mandates. If you are a business owner, you should not be going along to get along with regard to the government. You should be resisting, resisting mask mandates. All this crap has to end. Or the cult wins. Okay, meanwhile, the Democratic Party is in a spiral of hatred and, 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 and recriminations because Joe Manchin said the same thing he's been saying all along, which is I'm not going to sign on to a $5 trillion bill. So yesterday, the White House was ripping on Manchin. And then Jen Psaki was asked about ripping on Manchin. And she said, no regrets. Got a big tattoo across her neck that said, no regrets. Here was Jen Psaki, White House press secretary. Is there any regret uh, within the White House or within discussions with Democratic leadership just about how this negotiation went, given that statement from him that he feels that he's been badgered and beaten? Well, that certainly is not our objective. Never has been our objective. Uh, but uh, our objective is getting this legislation passed and reminding uh, the American people and all people who uh, could vote for it what the stakes are. Uh, so, no, we don't have regrets about uh, aggressively communicating about it and making sure people understand that if we don't pass this legislation, costs for the American people will go up and economic growth projections will not go in the right direction. Regrets, no regrets. She's got no regrets at all. Uh, I, I'm amused by the fact that the Democratic Party is now using Republican talking points with regard to this bill. It's going to lower your it's going to lower your costs. It's going to stop inflation. Yeah, good luck with those arguments, guys. Meanwhile, Joe Manchin fired back. He's like, yeah, lady, um, I'm from a state called West Virginia that your president lost by 40 points. So, no. I'm not blaming anybody. I knew where they were and I knew what they could and could not do. They just never realized it because they figure, surely to God, we can move one person. Surely we can badger and beat one person up. Surely we can get enough protesters to make that person uncomfortable enough. They'll just say, okay, I'll vote for anything. Just quit. Well, guess what? I'm from West Virginia. I'm not from where they're from. And they can just beat the living crap out of people and think they'll be submissive. Period. Okay, so... um. There's Joe Manchin. This is over. The, the, the Biden White House, they're trying, now they're trying to claw it back. Today, they've been like, well, you know, Joe Biden personally didn't insult Joe Manchin. You think Manchin cares? Like Joe Biden has this great, wonderful relationship with Joe Biden. Yeah, good luck with that. Joe Biden, uh, Joe Manchin, he's like, you know, the reason why I rejected their bill is because they kept giving me the same bill over and over and over, and they just kept lying about it. The same bill I have in front of me right now that they kept putting in front of me was the same $6 trillion bill from the beginning. The only thing that changed was the time element which they would pay for things. And I said, that's just in genuine to tell someone's getting a child tax credit. It goes away in one year. OK, so meanwhile, the progressives in the party, they're thinking like, should we just get rid of Joe Manchin? Like, please keep doing this. Please keep whittling your party down. So Re Representative Pramila Jayapal, she uh, she's one of the leaders of the progressive caucus. Uh, and uh, and she says, you know, Joe Biden told me that Joe Manchin was committed. I'm so surprised. I'm so shocked. Really, are you, though? Because um, you shouldn't be. It was a complete stunner, a complete shocker, because the president told me that Senator Manchin had committed to that framework that the president unveiled to us right before he went to COP26, um, and that that was the framework that the Progressive Caucus then endorsed. All of which prompted Wolf Blitzer to ask Jayapal, do you think that Manchin even belongs in your party? Manchin apparently is considering going independent, which in West Virginia is a smart move. Didn't hurt Bernie Sanders to be an independent socialist in Vermont. So if Manchin goes independent, he will still win elections in West Virginia, and then he gets to be the swing vote. By the way, if, if Joe Manchin becomes a Republican, he loses all power, right? Then he's just another Republican from a, from a red state and probably not the most right-wing Republican in West Virginia, like not even close because he's kind of a Democrat, right? So him going independent is still a real possibility, and then he gets to decide every single election who he caucuses with, the Republicans or the Democrats. But here's Wolf Blitzer suggesting that the Democrats expel him. Yeah, please, go for it, guys. Do it. Senator Manchin says uh, he'd like to think there's still a place for him uh, in the Democratic Party. Do you think he still belongs in the Democratic Party? Go for it, man. Really do it. Well, I mean, if AOC had her way, they would. AOC yesterday, she can always be counted on for the stupidest possible analysis of any given situation because she, of course, has the brain wattage of a frying pan. Uh, she says that these, you know, the big problem here is that the Senate is an old boys club. Someone should tell that to Kirsten Cinema, who's the other vote to not do this. Here, here's AOC. 
what we really need to do is crack down on the Senate, which operates like an old boys club that has a couple of gals in it that have managed to break through. And we need to actually institute some institution. We actually need to implement some institutional discipline. If people want to threaten to, to block ambassadorships, if they want to threaten dysfunction, they actually need to show up and do it. Man, do it, man. This party is so dysfunctional. So the party's platform come 2022 is COVID shutdowns, mass testing, mass panic, high inflation, ripping on the independents who won't vote for your massive stupid bills, and then jabbering to MSNBC. 2022 is going to be real bad for Democrats. All righty, we'll be back here later today with an additional hour of content. In the meantime, as I've suggested, please head on over to dailywire.com slash do not comply. We are very close to 1 million signatures. The Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals has lifted a stay on the vaccine mandate. We are making a direct appeal to the Supreme Court right now. Right? We, are, we are the chief plaintiff in this particular case. So please help us out. Dailywire.com slash do not comply. Sign the petition. Help us get to a million signatures. Coming up soon, the Matt Walsh Show airs 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Be sure to check it out over at dailywire.com. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out the other Daily Wire podcasts, including The Andrew Clavin Show, The Michael Moles Show, and The Matt Walsh Show. Thanks for listening. The Ben Shapiro Show is produced by Elliot Feld. Executive producer, Jeremy Boring. Our supervising producer is Mathis Glover. Production manager, Pavel Wydowski. Associate producer, Bradford Carrington. Post producer, Justin Barber. The show is edited by Adam Saievitz. Audio is mixed by Mike Coromina. Hair and makeup is by Fabiola Cristina. Production assistant, Jessica Kranz. The Ben Shapiro Show is a Daily Wire production. Copyright, Daily Wire 2021. Today on the Matt Walsh Show, more major cities and state draconian mandates segregating the unvaxxed from society. This must be done because we're all in this together, they say. Also, the data on Omnicorn keeps coming in and all of it indicates that there's no reason to panic. Just don't tell the media that. Plus, Louis C.K. has a new comedy special out. The left says that this somehow proves that cancel culture isn't real. Is that true? Plus, in our daily cancellation, we'll deal with the social media influencer who recorded a choreographed dance routine in the hospital with her severely sick newborn baby. All of that and more today on The Matt Walsh Show. Hey, 